Good morning. In this podcast, we will be comparing the Qatar desert ecosystem with the rainforest ecosystem. An ecosystem is a biological community of living organisms and their physical non-living environment, both interacting together to form a system. Nadine will be representing the Qatar desert and Doreen will be representing the rainforest. The first question is, how is the average weather and temperature in both these ecosystems during the summer season and during the winter season? Well, uh, for the tropic rainforest, it usually maintains a high temperature of between 21 to 30 degrees Celsius. The climate is pretty wet and warm in the tropic rainforest and maintains a humid climate all year round with humidity levels ranging from 77% to 88%. Tropical areas such as the Amazon rainforests don't have seasons like spring, summer, uh, autumn and winter. Instead, they have two seasons which are the dry and the wet season they, that take up six months each and for Qatar the long summers usually last from May to September and they are so full of intense heat and dryness uh, with temperatures that could reach up to 50 degrees Celsius or 122 degrees Fahrenheit and sometimes when the summer is approaching there may be some occasional heavy storms uh, that can often cause floods uh, depending on how heavy the storm is but during the winter however the temperatures are between november and april are more adequate um, and they could go as high as 39 degrees in april to as low as 10 degrees in january uh, and the weather in the winter tends to be more wet and eventually as the temperature gets lower it usually gets it usually reaches the lowest point from December to January and then as it progresses from then the temperature starts rising back up okay does global warming affect these two ecosystems in any way and if so how Global warming has a huge effect on the rainforests and on the living organisms and the people depending on it. First of all, it increases the increase in the heating causes the rainforest to dry and shrink, resulting in even more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Models predict that by 2050, temperatures in the Amazon will be increased by 2 to 3 degrees Celsius, leading to intensified droughts. Increasing the, this would increase the chances of forest fires, which are very difficult to control as we see nowadays. Trees and plants um, are dependent on to produce fruits, and by and global warming causes these fruits to come earlier or later than they did before, meaning that the animals that depended on them in their cert- in these certain times in the year are going to have problems adapting with the new timings. Global warming does also have an effect on the Qatar Desert. Um, And for example, during the winter, uh, there would be way more frequent storms and uh, they would cause many floods. And then as opposed to the summer, global warming causes the days to get longer, drier and hotter, typically reaching up to 50 degrees Celsius, as I have mentioned before. How much rain on average does the rainforest and the Qatar Desert get annually? Well, for the rainforest, um, the rainfall ranges from uh, 200 to 1,000 centimeters, which is 80 to 400 inches per year. Uh, 
the rainfall in Qatar, however, uh, it can be quite insignificant, ranging from 75 millimeters to 100 millimeters per year. Um, yeah. Where are rainforests usually located? Rainfor- there, there are two types of rainforests, tropical and temperate rainforests. Tropical rainforests are mainly located between the latitudes of 23.5 uh, degrees north to the to the tropic uh, in the tropic of Cancer and twenty three point five degrees south the tropic of Capricorn in between which means in the in between the tropics as we know from its name tropical rainforests are found in Central and South America Western and Central Africa Western India Southeast Asia the island of New Guinea and Australia however temperate rainforests are located in the mid in the mid latitudes. What, uh, when, where temperatures are much more mild than the tropics. Temperate n- r- rainforests are found mostly in coastal mountainous areas. These okay. conditions help create help create areas of high rainfall. Um, the temperate the, the temperate rainforests usually are usually found in the coasts of the Pacific, uh, Northwest and North America, Chile, the United Kingdom, Norway, Japan, New Zealand, and Southern Australia. Threats to the rainforest and the Qatar Desert. Well, for the rainforests, threats include branching and agriculture, commercial fishing, biopiracy and smuggling, damming, logging and mining. How about you for the desert? Uh, For desert, there are many human activities that take place in Qatar that have a negative effect on the desert. For instance, plastic pollution. Uh, Qatar is one of the largest contributors of pollution, typically plastic pollution, and it mainly ends up on like the beaches and the desert. Um, and uh, one of the most polluted beaches in Qatar, or one of the most polluted areas, is the Zakrit Beach, um, in which some pupils in our school, QIS, decided to go help clean it and brought over. Um, more than 10 large bags full of trash and um cars are also very commonly used in Qatar. so the fact that they give off many greenhouse gases in a desert that also provides fossil fuels such as oil it would worsen the climate of the ecosystem causing it to become even worse uh what's the next question the next question is what are some examples of plants in the rainforest and what are some adaptions that they have well, there are many plants that grow in the in the rainforest, but some of them we um, easily identify the adaptations to. For example, lioness or lioness. I'm not really sure how they're pronounced. These are these are woody vines that have roots in the ground but climb up trees to reach the sunlight. This helps them um, go through the process of photosynthesis. Uh, these plants usually grow in the canopy layer. Another example is tree trunks. T- uh, trees usually have tree trunks. These are tall, th- uh, tall thin to allow trees to reach the sun. The bark on these trees is smooth to allow water to flow down to the roots easily. 
Another example is drip tips. Plants usually have a pointy tip that allows water to run off it quickly and easily without damaging or breaking the leaf. And there's also the buttress roots, which are large roots that have ridges which create a large surface area so that the plant can absorb optimum water, uh, optimum amounts of water. Our final, my final example is epiphytes. These are plants which live on the branches of, tree, of trees high up in the canopy. They get their nutrients from air and water, not from the soil. Okay, what are some examples of plants in the Qatar desert and what are some adaptions about them? What are some of the adaptions that they have? Basically, for all the plants I'm about to say, their adaptions is that um, they can survive these harsh weather conditions, these dry weather conditions. Uh, for example, there's a plant called Sidra. It's, it's, it's the symbol of uh, Qatar Foundation and can grow up to six meters. And it's deep-rooted and sturdy. And um, it provided shade and shelter for several people. Well, the first animal is the oryx. It's actually the national animal of this desert and was on the edge of extinction many years ago. However, it managed to pull through and survive through the um, through that. Um, and it returned to the wild around the 1980s. Another example of an animal is the falcon. There are six different types of falcons in Qatar and uh, the falcon is an important animal to the desert as it has sharp eyesight and was used as a hunting tool. The falcon is also associated with wealthiness, which the Qataris uh, found quite like good to use as a just quite good to use. And the, finally, the desert hedgehog is an animal that is both tiny and would adapt to whatever's around it in terms of how it's going to feed itself. There, if there is no greenery or insects that it could eat, then it's just going to settle with eating whatever's around it. For example, it could just eat a scorpion if it finds one. Next question is, how much area do these ecosystems generally take up? Well, for the rainforest, out of the 6 million square meters, which are, the fi which are 15 million square kilometers of tropic rainforests that once existed, there only remains 2.4 million square miles, which is 6 million square kilometers. And this is around 13% of the Earth's surface. And only 50% or 75 million square acres, which is 30 million hectares, of temperate rainforests still exist according to the nature. How about you, the desert? What are some examples of plants in the Qatar desert and what are some interesting facts about them? So, the first plant is called Sidra uh, and it is the symbol of Qatar Foundation. It can grow up to six meters and is sturdy and deep rooted. And in the past, it provided um, shade and shelter and it has many medicinal values, uh, which includes treating snake bites and such. And also, its fruit is also, con um, it's rich in protein and some really good minerals. Another example of a plant is called Ausage, 
which is a rigid thorny plant and it can grow up to three meters and it flowers throughout the year um and it also has edible red berries and then a very common uh, tree in Qatar is called Samr. It can grow to 8 meters and it usually flowers in between May and June. And it also has some leathery seed pods. So what is the next question? What are some examples of animals in the rainforest and what are some adaptions that they have? Well, many animals have adapted to the unique conditions of the tropical rainforests. Some examples of these include the sloth, which uses camouflage and moves very slowly to make it difficult for predators to spot them. The spider monkey, which has long strong limbs to help it climb through the rainforest trees. The flying frog, which has fully webbed hands and feet and a flap of loose skin that stretches between his limbs, between its limbs, which allows it to glide from plant to plant. And finally, the toucan has a long, large bill to allow it to to reach and cut fruits from branches that are too weak to support its weight. Okay, what are some examples of animals in the Qatar desert and what are some facts about them? Well, for the rainforest, we actually have three very interesting facts that we're going to be sharing with you today. First of all, the largest rainforest on Earth surrounds the Amazon River in South America and the Congo River in Africa. It is the Amazon rainforest. Second of all, most rainforests are structured in four layers. The emergent, canopy, understory, and forest floor. And and our final interesting fact is that rainforests produce about 20% of our oxygen and store a huge amount of carbon dioxide, drastically reducing the impact of greenhouse gas emissions. Massive amounts of solar radiation are absorbed Helping, helping regulate temperatures around the globe. This means that the rainforests actually help us drastically with the issues of climate change and global warming, improving our overall global situation. How about the desert? Uh, well, there are five uh, short interesting facts that we will, uh, I'll be presenting on behalf of the Qatar Desert. The first one is the fact that in the beginning of 2014, um, it was rather wet in Doha. Um, <clears throat> even on New Year's Day, there were there was some rain compared to there was some rain in Qatar compared to what it usually gets. And the second fact is, despite the heat, Qatar has a population of ex- approximately 2.8 million people, both foreigners and um, Qataris. And the uh, third fact is that the Qatari citizens contribute a lot to pollution and climate change. In fact, Qatar is one of the uh, highest uh, polluters in the world. Fourth of all, the coastline of Qatar is roughly 700 kilometers squared. And the final fact is Qatar, as I said, is one of the biggest contributors to global warming, even though it's one of the smallest countries. In conclusion, the rainforest is an ecosystem which is diverse in animals, and plants known for its tall, dense jungle as well as it's known for its continuous rain all year long. The desert is a hot, dry, desolate area of land where minimal annual precipitation occurs. The uh, the eco the two ecosystems are in a way opposites as the rainforest has the most 
animal and plant life, whereas the desert has a very small amount of animal and plant life. Thank you for listening to this this podcast made by me, Asma, Nadine, and Doreen. Thank you. Thank you.